What I want to do today is very different from the regular Pentecost service. Acts chapter number 2. I suspected, right? But what I'm going to share with you today is not what you expect. Lord, we confess. All right. Verse number 1. When the day of Pentecost had fully come. I know there's a comma there, but put a full stop. For the sake of this teaching. When the day of Pentecost was fully or had fully come. Now one of the things you need to realize when Luke wrote the scripture. See, a lot of teachers will preach on when the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all gathered that I'm not going to go there now. Because the word fully come, what Luke was talking about is that something had started and now it had fully matured. Amen, church. So a lot of theologians will spend time to talk about the maturation of the day, Pentecost. But I want to talk about what precedes the day. Is that okay? We like to talk about when the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all gathered. But the question is, what preceded that day that had come? The distance between Passover to Pentecost the 49 days which ended yesterday from Passover. What had happened to you? I'll make it short. We celebrated Easter, right? After that, what? 49 days ago, what did you do with the celebration? That's what Luke was talking about. After Easter, he began to count to the 50th day today. But you see, Jesus wasn't just doing nothing. That's the reason why you cannot understand chapter 2 of Acts without understanding chapter number 1 quickly. Acts chapter number 1, verse number 1. When the day of Pentecost was fully come. So a lot of you are expecting a wind and a fire. You may not get that today. You may get an apology today. You might have to give someone a hug today. You might have to lie on the altar today. Or lay on the altar today. Fire and tongues may not fall on you today. It may be go on your phone to say, tell someone I'm sorry. Pentecost is not fire. Pentecost is witness. So a lot of you are waiting to be slain. No. Say sorry to the one you've offended. That is Pentecost. Chapter number one, verse number one. Are you there? Luke says, now, Act is Luke volume two. The Bible says, the former account I made, O Theophilus, of all that Jesus began to, but to do and teach until the day he was taken up. What Luke was saying that when Jesus had resurrected, he began to do unto until he was taken up. Again, when Jesus had resurrected, he began to do and to teach until he was taken up. A lot of you do not even know this, that Jesus spent 40 days 
doing and teaching until he was taken up. The Bible says until he was taken up. After he through this Holy Spirit had given commandments to the apostles whom he had chosen. Look at verse 3. To whom, whom he also had presented himself alive after his what? After his crucifixion. He presented himself alive, being seen by them during seen by them during 40 days and speaking of things pertaining to the kingdom of God. I want to split this scripture into three parts. You have the 40 days of preparation. When Jesus had resurrected from the grave, he spent 40 days teaching the disciples. But the question, what did he teach the disciples for 40 days? Then the next part, after the 40 days, the next one is called the 10 days or the 9 days of anticipation. So he was with them for 40 days. I will show you in a moment what he began, began to teach them. So they spent the remaining nine days anticipating the gift of the Spirit. And the last day was the Pentecost that had fully come. These guys understood what Pentecost meant. The word Pentecost is the Greek word for the Hebrew word Shavuot, which means the Feast of Weeks. They understood that 50 days after the Passover was Pentecost, they understood that something will happen. They understood it was Shavuot. But they did not know what was going to happen on the day. So what we want to do today, we want to talk about the two slides. The first 40 days and the next nine days. Is that okay? Bible says in verse 3, to whom he also presented himself alive after his suffering by many infallible proofs. Being seen by them during the 40 days. I want to share with you what Jesus taught the disciples for 40 days. Luke chapter number 24. The same Luke. Let's look at Luke. Luke chapter number 24. What did Luke write about the 40 days that Jesus had been with them? Actually, in Luke chapter number 24, verse, verse number 1 to verse number 12, talks about how he had reason from chapter from verse 13 to verse 27 jesus was conversing with two men on the way to Hermas. then from verse 28 to verse 32 of to verse 35 he broke bread with them and then from verse 36 then to verse 43 it he appeared to the disciples. But the part I want to go now is from verse 44. The Bible says in Luke chapter 24 verse 44. Then he said to them, These are the words which I spoke to you while I was still with you. All these things must be fulfilled which was written in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms concerning me. And he opened their understanding that they might comprehend the scripture. So for 40 days, what Jesus was doing was opening their minds that they might comprehend the scripture. The scripture speaks of the Old Testament, the writings of Moses, the Psalms, and the prophets. So for 40 days, Jesus took them through Bible study, opening their eyes to see that all that was spoken of the law, the writings, and the prophets spoke about him. Amen, church. Amen. 
So after Jesus had been crucified, after he had resurrected and been seen by his disciples, he decided to organize a 40-day Bible study. And the Bible study was to open their eyes that they might, the word comprehend is the word sakal, that they might understand scripture. That the scripture spoke about him. Amen, church. So he was spending time day by day opening their eyes to the law. Moses, uh, the writings of the law, and, 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 and Abraham, and, and everything in the law. Spend time with a good Bible study. The Bible says in 46, Then he said to them, Thus it was written, and thus it was necessary for the Christ to suffer and rise from the dead and on the third day. And that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in the name, in his name to all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. Catch this. When Jesus resurrected and for 40 days, what was he teaching them? Repentance and remission of sins. He wasn't teaching them on how to be anointed. He wasn't teaching them on five ways to be successful. He wasn't teaching them ten ways to know the Holy Ghost. He was saying to them, your assignment between my resurrection and my ascension is mission. Somebody say mission. mission. So the purpose of these 40 days was to go out to an unbelieving world and tell them about Jesus. The question, how many of you have won souls to the Lord since Easter? We all waited for Pentecost right to shout. But instruction was that you go out to the world and preach on repentance and the remission of sins. Why? Because without repentance and remission, there is no outpour. 40 is the number of testing. And you may not realize that the Lord has tested you. And asked you the question, since my crucifixion to my ascension, have you won a soul to the kingdom? You've been tested. But you see, it is easy for the church who come on Sunday, dance, roll on the floor, and shout hallelujah. You see, revival, ladies and gentlemen, is not excess fire. No. Revival is the one we scream and roll on the floor. No. Revival is when a soul is won to the kingdom. So the Bible says, preach in Islam to all nations beginning at Jerusalem and you are witnesses of these behold I send the promise of my father so the promise of the father is the Holy Ghost right but before the promise of the father comes there must be a process from the father so we love the promise but we don't want to walk so after Easter we say oh God I cannot wait to call your presence on Sunday and, and the Lord is saying but your assignment is to win souls so what the scripture is saying, what, 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 what Luke is saying, when the day of Pentecost had fully come, not the days, the day. Therefore, from the resurrection of Jesus to the day of Pentecost, the believers or the believer should be missional. From Easter to today or yesterday would have been souls, souls and more souls. Therefore, I come with the, the hard question today. This is the one that you guys will not like me. I'm going to say it. The last 49 days, we've got today's the 50th day. How many of you 
I've kept enmity with your brothers and sisters. Don't raise your hands up. Don't do that. Between Easter and now, how many of you have said, I will never forgive that girl or that guy? Don't raise your hands. Between Easter and now, how many of you have gone back to the same thing you've been saved from? Don't raise up your hands. Between Easter and now, how many of you have deleted friends from your contact because you're upset? Don't raise your hands. Between Easter and now, how many of you have come back to the same thing that you asked God to save you from? So my question to you is this. Are you really ready for when the day of Pentecost has fully come? Are you hungry for God more than you were? Are you seeking God more than you sought him before? These 49 days, what have you done? Actually, Jesus said to them, these 40 days I'm with you, I'm going to test you. Then I'm going to train you. So 40 days, Jesus was with the disciples, training them and testing them. 40 means the number of testing. Fasting for 40 days. Moses fasted for 40 days. Then the remaining nine days, he said to them, let me see what you will do with this training. So for nine days, these guys were either praying or gossiping, loving or hating, angry with their brothers and sisters. So I want to ask you, really, search your heart. From the last time you celebrated Happy Easter up to now, how many people are you beefing? You see the reason why you're not ready for Pentecost? Because you're looking for fire without his... His what? His what? The test. Lord, send your fire. He just... You're not speaking to your brother. I'm ready for the fire tonight. You are keeping malice with your sister. Send your rain tonight. You know who you will say hello to after service. It is amazing how we want to, because in your mind, catch this, in your mind you've been taught that Pentecost means tongues. It's a lie. Pentecost is not new. Pentecost is a feast of the Jews. So we want to come to church today and upgrade our lali, our tongue. It's not to upgrade your tongue. Listen, catch this. The Bible never said, and you shall receive tongues. It says, and you shall receive power. Tongues is only used to call out those people so that they can be converted. Let me, let me say it again. The reason why they spoke in tongues in Acts chapter number 2 was to witness. It wasn't an upgrade in the spirit. So that, and by the way, it was not the tongues that brought them to the upper room. It was the sound as of a mighty rushing wind. They heard the sound and they came to where the sound was and they heard their tongues and they were converted. So the sound will converge the men, but the tongues will transform the men. So before the tongues come upon you today, which may not even come upon you, because you know the reason why? 99.9% you may not speak in tongues. Do you want to know the reason why? Because the tongue that was spoken in Acts was a tongue for witness. It wasn't a gift of tongues. Paul speaks of diverse kinds of tongues. Paul speaks of tongues of angels. 
Speaks of tongues of men. Tongues of men are tongues you understand. The tongue that was spoken in, in, in Acts chapter number 2 was the tongues of men. The men understood what they were speaking. It wasn't a mystery. The word mystery is the word mysterion, which means you don't know what you're saying yourself. But you speak to the Father. So when those men spoke in tongues, they were speaking in the language of other people. You're not speaking no Latin today. You're not speaking no French today. You're not speaking no, no English today. There's one thing you're going to speak today. Repentance. That's what you're going to speak today. I know you're all dressed up to be slain under the anointing. No. You're all dressed up to say sorry to the one that you've hurt. I know you want to speak in English but not apologize. You want to speak in tongues but not apologize in English. You will go to the brother or sister that, that, that has offended you and you will tell them sorry. You see, the true test of a believer, you hear me church? The true test of a believer is not apologizing to someone who hurts you. Sorry, not apologizing to someone you hurt. The true test of a believer is knowing that you are wrong, but you are sorry. You know the reason why? Because as a believer, peace is better than right. Yes, they offended you, but say sorry. That's what makes you a Christian. Bless those who hate you and despitefully use you. You say sorry to your abuser. That's a true test of your faith. You know, the saddest thing that can ever happen is to come to a church drunk in the spirit and not say hi to your neighbor. Come to church, weep on the altar, and still beef the one you call your sister. We need the real Holy Ghost. We need the real Pentecost. Because what we've been doing all this time is no, 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 no. After service, hug your sister and hug your brother and say to them, I'm sorry, I hurt you. That's the repentance. Why? Because it may not be fire or wind today. It may be conviction. Alright, so the Bible says, you know, um, so Luke wrote and Luke says, um, when the day, let's go to Acts chapter number 2, I'll be end soon. Acts chapter number 2, that's the part we want to read now. Now, for 40 days, I told you before, Pentecost is the Greek word Pentecoste, which is, now, Pentecostal, oh God help me. Pentecost is not Pentecostal. Pentecostal became a denomination from Pentecost. Pentecost did not start in Acts 2. Pentecost was all the way in Exodus 20, Leviticus 23, all the way in the Old Testament. Pentecost. Cost is not a church language. It's a Hebraic language. The church borrowed it. The first 120 people that spoke in tongues were not church people. They were Jews. Okay? So let's be careful how we borrow this word and use the tablet. We are Pentecostal because we, we are tongue speaking. No. We are not Pentecostal because we are tongue speaking. We are Pentecostal because the church was born on the day of Pentecost. You hear me again? Tongues have nothing to do with Pentecostal. The church was born today. Acts chapter number 2. When the day, not the 40 days, not the 9 day, but the today. So for 40 days, they were being prepared. For 9 days, they were tested. And for the last day, they were expecting. Who is expecting God to move today? I'm going to say it again. Who is expecting God to move today? There were three holy days in the Jewish calendar that is compulsory for every Jew, 
from 20 years and above to attend Passover, Pentecost, Tabernacles, Deuteronomy 16, 16. So this day, today in the calendar of God is special. So how you treat today will impact your future. I'm not even joking. The Bible says when the day of Pentecost, the word fully come means when the 50th day had come. The Bible says they were all what? Somebody say one accord. So before we go to fire and wind, let's speak of oneness. Because the church likes to talk about how the service was powerful. I felt God, but yummy, you felt God. When your sister put on Facebook or Instagram, service was powerful today, I felt God, you don't like it, you don't share it. But when the other sister says the same thing you like and share, you know the reason why? You are beefing. The Bible says they were all in with somebody said one accord. What it means is that they had the spirit of unity. There was no competition. It is not who fall the most under the spirit. Because right now we have courtesy fall. Yeah. Courtesy fall. People just fall. <laughs> so not it's not about who speak the loudest tongues. But it's about who spread their widest shoulders. Are you able to look at someone in the face that you know don't like you but give them a hug? Tonight, don't let tonight pass you by. Why? Because it may not be fire. It may not be wind. It may be the spirit of compassion. So I, I beg you, church, don't miss this moment. This might be the moment in God's calendar where God wants you to stretch your hand. The one you don't talk to at church, be the bigger one. Go to them. Why? Because the Holy Ghost has come upon you. You know, it's interesting when you see some people speaking tongues sometimes. You know that, you know that they don't like someone close to them. And you and I know you don't like the next person. You know, one of the things that I've come to appreciate is that I don't know how to pretend. No. If I'm angry, I'm angry. Let's talk about it and move on. But you must understand as believers, you do not have the right to hold grudges against your sister or your brothers. You are a believer. If you're angry at someone, call them aside. Bro, what you did to me a few days ago, I didn't like that. I didn't like it. Can we talk about that? Instead of going back home, how do you sleep with someone in your heart? How do you sleep beefing your brother or your sister? How do you sleep in bed knowing that you don't wish well for your brothers or sisters? We have the same Holy Ghost. You come to the same church, but don't speak to yourselves. How does it work? I'm trying to understand the kind of Christianity in the postmodern age where you can comfortably walk past someone without saying hi to them. So the writer says, be angry, but see not. So if you, you've offended me, I'm going to call you. you. You've done this to me. I don't like what you've done. Can we talk about it? Instead of hoarding, 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 and then you get angry when you see them, you get you get if you, you just get upset to a point where you don't want to talk to them. In the Bible said they were together in one accord in what? Somebody say one place. place. I'll talk about one place in a moment because we. Uh, Lord, can I say this today? I pray they don't get upset, but they hear me. In one place, they had oneness. 
that you are together in one place. You see, I've come to realize that a lot of times, one of the things that destroy churches is when we begin to split the church into multiple places. One place means there is no clickism. There are no groupies. Do not allow this thing called groupies kill you. I beg you. This, 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 and this, we are close. You don't do that in the house of God. The church has to be united as one. Are you hearing me, church? Let the fire of Pentecost melt the groupies. How do you think church split starts? Church split starts. Catch this. Catch this. See how the church splits. When people feel like they are the fireful ones, they converge. We are the praying ones. That splits the church. You have to understand this. The Bible said they were together with one accord in one place. There is no clickism. There is no groupies. The church is one and the church is the lost church. Say amen. Together. Be one. It doesn't matter. Do not allow. See, do not allow the devil make you feel like we are the most spiritual ones. Trust me. I've seen her church struggle and suffer. Why? Because a group of 10 men say we are the lions. And, 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 and the 10 women, we are the bougie ones. And it split the church. The same hand of fellowship you give to A, give to B. The same way you speak to A in love, speak to B in love. I know that there are relationships you have outside of church. But don't do it to a point where you begin to cause strife. And the people feel like, you know what, we don't talk to you. And one of the things that I feel that, that also destroys churches is that this group don't talk to this group. This is the house of God. They were together with one accord. They had oneness. Listen, one accord doesn't mean that we wouldn't disagree sometimes. Sometimes you say, my wife will say, my wife, I'm very stubborn. She said, let's go left. Today we are coming from the airport. It was so packed this morning. And then, <laughs> I was so tired. We came up the airport. Now listen, my wife already stressed me when we travel. You know the reason why? I don't check in my luggage. She checks her luggage every single time. I just go to the airport, my stuff. I don't pack a lot. She packs a bag. We have to wait for baggage. We clean. I'm tired. I'm like, you're packing so much stuff. Just take two shoes and one shirt. And she said, no. Okay. So we got to the, came out the airport and um, <laughs> we got, called Uber. Uber was saying, 17 minutes, I was already tired. I was really frustrated. So I said, you know what? We're going to go back down. I'm going to get the, the cab home. So she said, no, it's only seven minutes. I said, I'm going back down. It's only three minutes. I'm going back down. It's one. I'm going back down. We got our luggages. Went back again to the arrival. Asked the guy. He said, where you going? I gave my postcode. It's 250 pounds. <laughs> and it comes in 17 minutes also. I looked at my wife. She looked at me. I said, call the Uber. So sometimes, listen, and guess what, guess what? There is beauty in differences. You see, what makes us unique as a people is that everyone don't have to be deep in your group. 
Everyone have to speak your language. Get the one who are intermediate, advanced, beginners. And flow alongside. Amen. You know, that's how churches grow. It's not about we are the deep ones. We speak. You know, you know there were churches that great tongues. I'm, I'm serious. They grade your tongue. Great one. Great two. Great three. But the Bible said before they even, before the Spirit of God came upon them, somebody said oneness. Now look at your neighbor and say to your neighbor, let there be love amongst us. Look at the next neighbor and say, let there be love amongst us well, I want to do the hard part now this is the part I want to see how you feel I'll put you to a test the Bible said they were tested for 40 days prepared for 40 days and tested if there is someone you're not speaking to go give them a hug if there is someone you're not speaking to or you have animosity give a hug Give a hug. Give someone a hug. No, no, no. Leave, leave them, church. I gave the instruction. If there is someone you want to make peace with, it may not be done. Go give them a hug. This is Pentecost. That is Pentecost. This is the real Pentecost. It is not fire. This is Pentecost in the church today. It is all we have. This is all we need. This is the repentance. This is the repentance. Come on now. I love that. This is the repentance. Give someone a hug. Give someone a hug. That is the real Pentecost. Come on, church. Come on, church. Come on, church. Come on, church. Give someone a hug. Give someone a hug. Give someone a hug. This is church. This is the repentance. This is the repentance. This is God in the house. This is God in the house. This is Pentecost. This is more than fire. This is more than wind. This is God in the house. Give someone a hug. Give them a hug. Give them a hug. Come on, hug. Give someone a hug. Come on. Come on, church. A church of love. Come on, church. Come on, church. I pray for you. Extend your shoulders. The oneness church. Come on, 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 church. Give your brother a hug. We'll pray for you. Come on, church. I love this. This is church. This is church. This is Pentecost. 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 Come on, church. Come on, church. This is Pentecost. 
Pentecost. Pentecost. Yes, God. 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 Come on, church. 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 Come on. One more time. I pray for you. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I want Yes, give him a hug. Whilst you're still standing, keep standing. I'm ending now. Keep standing up. Yes, yes, yes. Keep standing. The Bible says in verse 2, When they had done this, suddenly there came a sound from heaven. Before there was a sound, there was unity. I believe God wants to rain his sound in this house. The brook place, there was a new sound coming. We qualify for this sound because we've shown that we love. Lift up your hands, there was a sound coming. There was a sound coming. I hear the sound of the abundance of rain. Lift up your hands and say, Jesus. Lift up your hands. There was a new wind and a new sound. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Holy Spirit of our Lord. While your hands are lifted up. Holy Spirit of our Lord. Holy Spirit of our Lord. 
Don't hold it back. It's filling your hearts with love again. The love of God has been poured in our hearts. Holy Spirit Jesus, fill our hearts again with the love of God. Lift up your hands and seek his peace. Holy Jesus, saturate this room again, again, again. Jesus, Jesus, your spirit is here. Holy Ghost, take over this room. Yes, Lord, take over, take over, take over, take it. Holy Ghost, fill this room. Yes, fill this room. Yes, fill this room. Yes, fill this room. Yes, fill this room. Fill this room. Holy Ghost, this is your kingdom. This is your power. This is your glory. Yes, Lord. Calm down. Calm down. Come down. Lord, come in your power. Now that you've shown love, you're qualified for an outpour. How many of you need an infilling of God's spirit? Lift those hands up to the Lord. An infilling of his spirit. A new dimension of glory rest upon not the anointing. Glory. A new dimension of his glory will rest upon you. Do you know you want this new measure of Christ's spirit? Lift up those hands and let him touch himself. While your hands are lifted, I'm just going to speak in this language. And if you feel impressed in your spirit to speak, open up your mouth and speak. Repas cumbra ilondra sufa ikata. Rekesh kondre cubre elufa handia. Rabako bra subre eleka sobada. Rele ingor hondra scuba ishka handa. Rakus kelebeketeza da vagaza. Rubon de lebiga zubra kayata. Rebe rebeza vracon daligado. Reke sofricata. Rakus kelebekaza. The spirit of Pentecost rest upon them right now. Right now. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Breathe upon them. 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 New wind. New wind, new wind, new wind. Shara, shadaway, shadaway, shay, shay, shadabonda, elebeleka, baruko boso, lebelebelebesa, ramandelia, rakokato, holy ghost. Holy Ghost! Ele bele bele be selebe karata. Zere baba do sovrando kodaba. 
Yanamando Kondre Bakura Badada Yerebe Kondra Sudelia Holy Ghost rest upon them. Yes, breathe upon them. Breathe upon them. Breathe upon them, Lord. Breathe upon them, Lord. Breathe upon them, Lord. Breathe, 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 breathe. Breathe upon them. Breathe upon them. Breathe upon them. Barobodobo sobreva. Elebe kazura. Sharonda hashkadavada. Holy Ghost, 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 Yabo Sobreva. Elelele con su brachia. Hurumbeleva. Hurabeleve sofra. Eleba so combradada. Raman sukera. Rabo sobreveda. Elebe so kayada. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost! Holy Ghost! Hababado! Sheyabado! Ravado Sokia! Belebe Kombriki Baso Debea! Yusheba Saba! Holy, 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 holy! Holy Ghost! Breathe upon us! Breathe upon us! Breathe upon us. Breathe upon us. Breathe upon us. Breathe upon us. Breathe. There is a new wind. And I'm ending with this. There is a new wind. There is a new wind resting upon you. There's a new wind, a new wind, a new wind. There is a new wind. Press in for this new one. Press in for this new one. Press in for this new one. You've got less than five minutes to go. Press in for this new one. Press in. 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 
A new win is coming upon you. Press! A new win! A new win! Upon you. A new win! A new win is coming upon you. Yeah! A new win! A new win is coming upon you. Ah. A new win! A new win! Pressing a, a new win! A new win! Ha, ba, 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 ba. There is a new wind. Over this room, oh God. Find them, Jesus, the hungry ones. Find them, the hungry ones. Find them 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 the hungry ones. Yes, a new wind come upon you. Find them, the hungry ones. Take it over you. Take it. Find them, the hungry ones. So bracadaba, as much as you can drink. Yes, a fresh wind, a fresh wind. Yes, it's upon you. Lose your tongue. Lose your tongue. Lose your tongue, it's upon you. Yeah, take it. Yes, take it. There is a new wind. Yeah. There is a new wind. There is a new wind. Holy Ghost upon you. Rebe Subrabako. There is a new wind. Heba Sharaba. A new wind. A new wind. All the watchers. I need a watcher. 
Yarabasopra. Watch us, I hear the Lord. Did I say it's a new order? As you watch the gate of the house, the Lord says, I'm stretching your gaze. Your eyes are about to see beyond what you've seen. There was a fresh breath coming upon you, watchers. Rebruva kumble haskiada. Kalavrunde lebe kariandokovadi. A new breath is coming upon you on this day that you will not just pray things from your mind but from the spirit here the Lord the Lord will call you into incubation I see three days I see three days you might have to plan it together three days of incubation in the watchers where you fast and just seek the face of the Lord Lord says, I'm calling you to see and that you might know so that your discernment wouldn't be of the flesh. But I'm stretching your capacity to see and understand the days that are upon you, see the Lord. For the Lord is seeking you for three days to spend time with him in prayer and fasting concerning the prophetic future of the house. But more than that, that your arms are guarded. That the enemy cannot find his way through. But also, be careful of the things you allow in your space. There are assignments that have been sent to weaken the watchers. Hell is not happy with you. The mandate of hell is to cause discord amongst you. And when the chain is broken, then the enemy has access. <laughs> Pray fervently on the 16th day of June. Fortify your wall on that day. 16th day of June, the enemy wants to mess about. Amongst one of you, causing discord. For we are not ignorant of the devices. But we fortify our walls and we nullify 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 every weak <laughs> oh lord the assignment of hell will not stand against you if there's any time to pray it's now hold your hands together 
even amongst your team, you have no right to cause offense amongst yourself. But Spirit of the living God, church, if you stretch your hands, these are the watchers. If you stretch your hands towards them, I'll, I'll pray for them and I'm done. Lord, we pray for the Spirit of Pentecost. Right now, Jesus, as I stretch my hands towards them, a fresh wind and a fresh breath. Fortify their walls. Breathe upon them again, fresh breath. Breathe upon them again, fresh hunger. Breathe upon them again, renewal. Revive them, O oh God. Revive them, O oh God. And give them a language. You can go back to your seat. The last word, Catherine, the Lord says, will tell you. I have not forgotten what I promised you. The Lord says, even I'm writing your name on a new journal. And the Lord says that the days are not far from now. Where the things that you've sought me for. The Lord says, they will come upon you and come to you speedily. The Lord says, my eyes are on you, Catherine. And God says, indeed, the celebration is not on pause. The Lord say that I will remember you and come with great reward. For the day has come upon us here, the Lord, that you also will testify before the congregation. And the Lord say that your breakthrough will not leave you, and the hands of the Lord are not shut that they cannot receive you. The Lord say that the heaven has been cracked because of your praise. And then you will testify before the assembly. And the Lord says to remind you of the word that you received, that these words are words that you should fight for. Hold on to these words of prophecy, for the days are near. Yet, O Lord, and the Lord's hand shall rest upon you, and let us just say, Amen.